In today's show, we've got news about new Rise of the Resistance launching at Disneyland. Frozen 2 is huge. That's my best Trump. Yeah. Uh, the Millennium Falcon popcorn bucket breaks the internet. Literally. I want one. Uh, See? <laughs> news about meetups, news about trivia, and oh, so much more all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Well, all right, everybody. Welcome to uh, the Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, we are so glad that you are here. It's Monday fun day. Oh, wait, wait. I'm in the room now. I can actually do it live because I can't really do it when I'm at the in, in my house. But now I can... So, uh, welcome everybody. They blow Tony's eardrums. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so glad to be here tonight. We hope you guys are having a great Monday so far. If you're listening on the podcast, if you're not doing anything on Mondays, you can come find us at facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We do the live show. Uh, so, how's your week there, Uncle T? Uh, I have two reviews for you. <clears throat> One. One is Epcot Forever. Hard pass. Hard pass. It's 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 <laughs> it boils down to three things: lasers, fireworks, and jet skis with kites. All right. That is the complete show. Now they've intertwined some old music in there to kind of make us feel nostalgic and yada yada yada. That didn't work for you? It was plain blah. Not you're not down yeah. with it? The only good thing about this show is you literally can see it from now from anywhere. That doesn't have an obstruction of a tree. Well, that's awesome. Okay. So literally that's anyway, an because it all happens above you. You know, you, you don't have the focus of I have to see the ball, or the globe, or the things. It's all from the firework barges. So everything happens above you. All the lasers are from the countries pointing into the middle. So that's the good part. The bad part is it just doesn't have that sizzle pop and wow, you know, that you expect from it. I obviously they're saving it for the harmonious. So they're not, uh, you know, they're not giving us the sizzle pop. This is just something to keep all the restaurants. We need a nighttime show. We need a nighttime show so people can, you know, stay. I stay. stay, I have seen the fireworks. Yeah. I don't think the fireworks show is bad. I've seen. I don't think it's bad. It just doesn't. It doesn't have that Disney sizzle pop in a while. Fair enough. Yeah. Real quick, what's what's the second thing? The uh, second thing is I took a little uh, walk around the Riviera. I, I did a Facebook Live, but mm-hmm. uh, the first thing was they won't let you in the resort unless you have a, a reservation. How'd you get in? Uh, let's just say I, I have a way. Oh, the way that... that... <laughs> yes. Okay. So I went in, uh, and <clears throat> I don't know. It After seeing the Grand Destino lobby and it's... Wow. Wow. So it's all popping wow. Yeah. This was like, ooh. 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 It's much smaller. Yeah. It's on the second floor again. Then the the rest of the stuff is on the first floor. Right. Uh, There's only like three check-in booths. I was like, all right, what are you going to do when it gets busy? Hmm. (laughs) Uh, And then there was a gift shop and a pastry shop uh, right off the lobby. That's it? And a, a... 
a very small lobby area. They had a Microsoft Surface table for kids to play games on while mom and dad were checking in. <laughs> That's going to be a nice disease. <laughs> the CDC is going to want to come and do some swabs on that on a monthly basis. <laughs> Mommy, what happened to Daddy? I think you touched the Microsoft service. <laughs> um, I ate at the quick service. I had... Uh, was, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I had the marathon pasta, which was just pasta with some vegetables. Um, <laughs> it wasn't like ground up marathoners? <laughs> it should have been. <laughs> um, it's very nice. They have an indoor and outdoor area. They have two pools, a quiet pool and a family pool, and they have a, a very nice outdoor bar, kind of like the, uh, what is that, over at uh, Caribbean Beach? Uh, Cabana, had Cabana? Banana Cabana. Yeah, Banana Cabana, kind of like that. They have nice. some nice space that, uh, I can't say it's air-conditioned, but they have some fans. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, they have heaters. Uh, they had uh, a bocce court with the balls out. You didn't have to go ask somebody for the balls. Uh, but here's the thing with the bocce. It's only going to take one kid to throw that ball and hit somebody in the head, and that bocce cord is gone. It's going to be a pee-pee pad for dogs. Pee-pee pad for dogs, yeah. Uh, broken window. Oh, broken window. It's very close to the uh, the quick service, which is right there. But not plastic balls? No. So it's only going to take one. Yep. Uh, there's a nice little swing. They have a, like a you know a swing that you can sit outside. There's lots of nice outdoor areas. I I would say. That's why the resorts are so small? Yeah, and every room, I think almost every room I saw had a balcony of some sort. Even the one that's like six inches wide by yes. ten inches long. Yes. It'd be the balcony. It'd be the balcony. Everybody nice. got a balcony. You get a you balcony. You get a balcony. <laughs> Everybody, Everybody gets, gets a balcony. balcony. So oh, thanks, uh, Oprah. The next thing I have to do is we got to go try uh, Topolino. From what I hear, the breakfast is cheap and it's a very good character meal. And we'll have to go try it. I'll have to try that. Yeah. Mark it up against uh, Ravello. So at the very high mark. Before we get, before we jump into the show, and we're running way behind tonight. So um, I met uh, a good guy. His name is Greg. His wife is Liz. So hi, Greg. Hi, Liz. Uh, I'm pretty sure his name is Greg. My brain is uh, kind of melted right now. Hopefully but, the same person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, both cast members from Disney mm-hmm. went over to his house because we were doing something and he opened up the door and I had my Illuminations Disney by the Numbers T-Shirt Club shirt on. He was like, dude, that's my show. And I'm like, what? He's like, I worked on that show. Mm-hmm. And he sure proceeds he to bring out a shell. Now, Firework shell. Imagine, yeah. Imagine okay. if you would, like, a, um, like a like a black Tylenol. I mean, solid black, but two feet long, mm-hmm. and the end of it has exploded. Oh, really? Kind of like an alien face hugger coming out of the chest. It's like, so he didn't have a loaded one. He had an unloaded shell. Yeah, an expent. He had a spent shell. Wow. And he says, "Check this out. This is one of the firework shells." And I'm like, "Get out." And uh, it was really cool. So he worked on, he was a tech on Illuminations Reflections of Earth. He, he, like, he's the guy that was out there on the boat placing all the oh, he fireworks. Was placing, he was yeah. that dude. Yeah. Now he's working in some other area, but he also mm. worked on the new show. Oh, okay. And uh, I don't know if he's working on the new show, but I'm pretty sure he's. Sorry, Greg. It's very disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we. Just my opinion. We talked about a lot of things. I'm looking forward to Harmonious. Yeah. We talked about a lot of things that night. Uh, it was really funny. And, um, you know, it uh, it was just funny because it's just such a small world. 
you know, I'm wearing this T-shirt and this dude's working on the show. He's like, dude, that's my show. And then uh, you go to see the new show. I'm <laughs> not very happy about it. So I guess we can cross him coming off the show off the list. Wow. Uh, no worries. All right, cool. So um, before we get too far into it, I want to share some information about our sponsor, our good friends over at Destinations to Travel. It doesn't matter what type of vacation you're planning. It could be a Disney vacation. It could be a non-Disney. It could be a honeymoon. It could be an anniversary. It could be a family. It could be a couple. Whatever you're planning on doing, your vacation needs could be met and exceeded at Destinations to Travel. Our good friends over at Destinations to Travel will take great care of you. Uh, currently, there's a couple of things that we want to let you know. Guests can now save up to 20% on select rooms and and in early t- 2020 at Select Walt Disney World Resorts. And there's also this thing we like to call free dining. Now that I'm at Tony's okay. house, I have control of the button again. <laughs> um, that's available for summer 2020. But again, it's for limited uh, resorts, select resorts. Uh, you can check out all of that. Uh, you can also embark on a one-of-a-kind adventure by Disney Experience to Southern California. Uh, if you've never been on, uh, is this something that we're promoting? Yeah, this is, uh, uh, we may or may not, depends on our finances and the time uh but uh, destinations to travel has uh, booked this uh a special abd they have a special component where you'll have dinner with uh, bob gurr uh and garner holt wow. uh, at a steakhouse 55 as part of this uh abd well wow. and our good friend jeff barnes is going to be there yeah uh so that's going to be kind of cool and that's going to be in august uh 2nd through the 7th Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2020, so you go check that out. Look, here's how all of your Disney or vacation magic comes true. Go to DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two, travel, fill out that form, and uh, someone from Destinations to Travel will contact you as soon as possible, and they will start your vacation process. Again, that's DisneyParksPodcast.com, the letter D, the number two, travel, Fill out that form, and someone will get in touch with you. If you're curious, well, I don't want to talk pricing on the air because yeah. that changes. Um, other than that, is there anything else you want to talk about? No. All right. Then uh, from Tony's house, there's nothing we can do but get into the, the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Guys over on uh, the West Coast, get ready because Star Wars Rise of the Resistance launches in just four days as of this recording on January 17th at Disneyland. Here are seven, count them, seven ways to make the most out of your visit to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and some planning tips for the highly anticipated opening of a ride that you'll probably have to stand there and wait. Hopefully they've learned some things from That's all the, of plan. the problems that we've been having. That's the plan. Uh, number one, download the official Disneyland mobile app. The Disneyland app allows you to navigate the land and utilize the mobile ordering features at select dining locations when you are inside the land. Uh, before, Be sure to download before you go, which in my house means something totally different. <laughs> Number two, plan around your attraction experience starting January 17th as needed. A virtual queue as needed. A virtual queue for Star Wars Rise of the Resistance may be implemented to help deliver the best possible guest experience, allowing guests to explore other areas of the park while waiting their turn to ride the ride. 
The Disneyland app will have a dedicated module, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, accessed by boarding group, available from the main page. Here's how it works. All right. Buckle up, kids. Request to join a boarding group to ride the attraction once you have entered the Disneyland Park. Once you have entered the Disneyland Park. The... And the park opening time has commenced. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they may let you in the park an hour before the park official open time, but you cannot get your boarding pass, boarding group, until the official park open time. The, like just Tony just said, the virtual queue will not be open until published opening hours for the park. Boarding groups will be sent a push notification. Ah, push it. Push we really got to get control of this podcast. <laughs> uh, Border groups will be sent a push notification when it's their turn to enter the attraction queue, and you can monitor the status of your boarding groups with the app. There's also uh, will be the ability to join a boarding group from select locations inside Disneyland Park. Ooh. If you are not using the app, Ooh. don't double down, kids. Disney will know. Yeah. The boarding group is tied to admission that will be scanned upon entry of the attraction. Mm-hmm. Signage throughout the park will also display boarding group status. This attraction is so important that signage all over the park now is saying, Rise of the Distance, now boarding port party Good 16. Number 49,652. Uh <laughs> Admission to Star Wars Rise of the Resistance will be subject to capacity and having the signed boarding group will not guarantee entrance to the attraction. It does not. Uh, and from what I heard is uh, everything up to 120 is a good possibility. And then 121 on is what they call the backup boarding group. And that is uh, shaky ground you're standing on. That's right. <laughs> Number three, make a reservation for select experiences. Whether you're looking to craft your own lightsaber at Savi's workshop, build your own custom astromech droid at Droid Depot, or sip on delicious concoction at Oga's Cantina, these three locations offer advanced reserva- reservations up to 60 days in advance. These, why are we talking about all this other stuff? Nobody cares. Rise of the Resistance. That's all anybody cares yeah. about here. Well, when you uh, get in at 6 o'clock in the morning oh, yeah, and you have to nothing do. to do till right. 7 p.m. when your yeah. boarding group is called. Good call, good call. <laughs> you're uh, going to want a drink. That's right. Those popular attraction experiences book up pretty quick, so check out the Disney Resort yeah. website or the Disneyland app to make your reservations. Speaking of which, our uh, OGA reservation is coming up in March. Really? <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> which I made in October. That better be some dang good Ogus Cantina. I've heard it gets a crappy rating because it's very expensive. <laughs> what a shock. Uh, number four, display your affiliation with a rebellious resistance or the intimidating First Order. You are encouraged to live out your Star Wars fantasy. Uh, and dre- Okay, so this is weird. So you can mm. dress the part while visiting Batuu. However, keep in mind that the Disneyland Resort costume policy is in effect. While costumes may not be worn by guests 14 years age or older, appropriate boarding, bounding, excuse me, dressing in outfits inspired by Star Wars is permitted. So if you thought you were going to dress up as Ray and Finn, 
Well, if we're part of the 501, you can leave that costume <laughs> at home. Yeah, that is not happening. Uh, number five, you can explore Black Spire Outpost with the Star Wars uh, data pad throughout the Play Disney Parks app. And if you've traveled to Batuu, you may be familiar with the Star Wars data pad, a land-wide interactive experience available through the Play Disney Parks mobile app. There's so many ways to explore with your data pad, including choosing to support Resistance or the First Order by selecting new jobs within the app as you move through the Resistance clearing and towards the new attraction mm. good luck kids you will need it enjoy may the force be with, with you, you. <laughs> all right john frozen 2 is huge it's gonna be huge uh it is the biggest animated release of all time Uh, Frozen 2 has become the highest grossing animated uh, film ever with a global cumulative box office gross of $1.326 billion. Billion dollars. Jeez. Uh, This weekend, the Walt Disney Animation uh, Studio film broke the record previously set by its predecessor, Frozen Uno. Frozen 1. Which earned only $1.281 billion dollars in 2013 so also given inflation this has done pretty well uh with the incredible uh two incredibles two at 1.243 billion worldwide the walt disney studio has now released the top three animated films of all time and they own what the top 10 imdb so uh all right have at it disney uh, the film shattered its November debut, earning a three, uh, three, $358.4 million globally in its open weekend, making it the number one day and date global animated debut of all time. Frozen 2 at $130.2 million domestically. Uh, opening was the biggest ever for the Walt Disney Animation Studio. And around the globe, the film was number one. Everywhere it opened, and it recently set records in Scandinavia debut over Christmas, including the highest opening weekend of all time in Denmark and Norway. <clears throat> wow. Well, it's depicting those countries, right? Yeah, why not? Ish. Uh, <laughs> I, this... The other thing I heard recently was nobody likes that the characters are in... These new outfits in the, the meet and greet in Norway. Yeah. In Epcot. Yeah. Everybody hates it. They want the old Tough back. crap. Tough crap. Yeah. Hey, you want the you want a new movie? You got to pay the price. Yeah. All magic comes with the price. Did you not learn that? I guess. Uh, I The thing about this movie is blowing my mind is this has flown so far into the radar. It's like it came out and then it's like. Phew. Yeah. And I thought, okay, uh, I guess it's just been like churning and burning. Yeah, I and guess. and I guess parents don't mind taking their kids to go see it because it's not let it go every five minutes, something new. Hey, it didn't do anything for me. It was a, that's what I heard. It was a great looking movie. Just this, I thought the story was a little wonky. I I am purposely and, waiting for Disney Plus. Yeah, a good a good man. Yeah. Um. All right. So we just got done doing a couple shows for our Patreons. If you like what we do here and you want to support the show, the best way you can do that is to go over to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, we want to thank all of our current patrons. Thank you so much for doing what you do that allows us to do what we do. Um, and 
Uh, we just debuted a new show a few weeks ago, uh, focusing on Disney Plus, uniquely called the Disney Plus Podcast. See what we did there? Um, so here's the thing. If you it like, could have been the Disney Plus Plus. Yeah, we could have. Extra Extra magic, extra magic extra hour plus, plus Disney plus podcast plus. of it all. Uh, and then Ed's brain could just went. Uh, so if you like what we do here and you want to support us monthly uh, with uh, a donation of $5, uh, that gets you the extra magic hour and the extra extra magic hour plus a slew of really great uh, rewards for that tier. But if you come in at $10 a month, that also gives you uh, the aforementioned extra magic and extra extra plus the new Disney plus podcast show we have reward uh at all the different tiers it's totally great uh we just want to say thank you it helps us do what we do we have to buy gear sometimes uh, we want to do certain things like what we did at the end of the year with uh with uh, our buddy um derek derek johnson and uh we can't do that without you guys so if you want to support us we love what we do patreon.com slash disney parks podcast next oh trivia that's you, buddy. <laughs> Been a while, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so last week's question was, uh, what was odd about how Walt Disney's brother Roy proposed to his wife, Edna? The answer is, is he did it via a telegram. That's right. Weird, right? Yeah. He must have been... <laughs> a beautiful uh, baby? No, he must have been serving. You know, he must have been in... in the service and maybe, maybe. You, know, you remember those, little, those yeah. you did as kids a yeah. little four-way yeah. thing yeah. do you like me go four one two right. three four will you go four one two three four yeah. marry me yeah jeez uh the winner was uh bethany k Woo-hoo! uh it's in the mail bethany literally all right so this is this week's trivia question you ready ready the very first cartoons created by walt disney were a series of shorts for a theater mm-hmm in Kansas City, Missouri, uh-huh, uh-huh. what was the name of the theater? So, very first cartoons created by Walt Disney was a series of shorts for a theater in Kansas City, Missouri. No idea. Send that answer to the Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. Correct answers only, please. Correct answers <laughs> only. Now, send us whatever you think it is. I love, uh, I love reading in the mail. Love reading the mail. It is. Um, it's not the Fox Theater because that's in Atlanta. Yeah. It's not the Chinese Theater. Man's Chinese Theater or yeah. Grauman's Chinese Grauman's Theater. Chinese. Go ahead and give those two away. Yeah. Um, okay. I mentioned the whole royal family kerfluffle, not realizing that we were about to to read the story. Meghan Markle apparently trying to earn her own way in this world is mm-hmm. reportedly doing voiceover voiceover work. Hang on, I try it again. <laughs> New teeth is reportedly doing voiceover work for Disney. Ooh. A real princess is doing voiceover work for Disney. Let wow. that sink in for just a second. According to a report from a British newspaper, well, okay, so take that for what it's worth. Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex, Ooh. has agreed to do some voiceover work for the Walt Disney Company in exchange. For a charitable donation. Oh. I don't want any pay. Just make a large donation to the Meghan Markle fund. <laughs> the, like the Clinton the fund. Ar- the Archie fund. Like the Clinton <laughs> fund. It just comes right back. 
Anyway, um, Prince Harry and Meghan have made the news recently after their announcement that they would be stepping back from their royal duties in an attempt to become more financially independent. Well, let me give you a little hot tip here, kids. Mm. You're not going to be financially independent when you work for Disney and you have them make a, a charitable donation. So you need to get a paycheck from Disney. They've got the money. Uh, the voiceover work may have already been completed during the royal couple's holiday trip to Canada with the donation going to Elephants Without Borders. That's the nonprofit she wanted to go to? Yeah. Has she not paid attention to the news? Australia's on fire, kids. <laughs> anyway. Uh, d- uh, details of the Disney project have not yet been released. Mm. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I wonder if she's going to get a, a little short on uh, Disney+. Plus. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine if they... Oh my God! If they did a show about Megan and what's his name Harry, Harry on the Disney Plus streaming service, it could break Mandalorian numbers. My wife alone, yeah, would it would be killing. It would be amazing. It would be killing behind behind the veil, mm. behind the crown, behind the crown, behind the crown. What's going down behind the crown? Behind the crown jewels. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. What do you guys in the chat room think about that? Would you watch a show about Harry and Meghan? Oh, God. They're going to blow up the chat room. Uh, Speaking of blowing up the chat room, uh, blew up the internet last week. The Millennium Falcon popcorn bucket dropped over Disneyland. That's the only thing I saw in my Facebook feed for like an entire day. Bucket, 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 bucket. Uh, so Disneyland <clears throat> Resort began selling the new popcorn bucket shaped like the Millennium Falcon. It doesn't seem like it's very thick i mean what's, she said what's it what's it holding like three kernels of popcorn a kernel of popcorn that's all it needs that's in all it? you need to worry about uh the large uh, popcorn bucket previously only available at other locations which were hong kong disneyland but this uh last week uh was introduced at tomorrowland at disneyland it is also available at the popcorn bucket in tomorrowland or served with fries at the galactic grill what? So we'll stuff fries into the Millennium Falcon, too. Uh, you get it with popcorn or with fries. The price is the same. It's around $25 plus tax. Now, the Millennium Falcon popcorn bucket started popping up, or, or should I say, flying into stores uh, at Walt Disney World and is now currently available at Disney Springs <gasps> at the kiosk near the Disney's Candy Cauldron. So get off the uh, orange, make a left, Two stores down, boom, popcorn bucket. Oh, my God. Yep. I'm going down there Thursday. Uh, oh, no, I'm are. not. No, I'm not, actually. Oh, now you are. We're going to Three Bridges. We might change our <laughs> Now you are. They're probably going down there Thursday. <laughs> uh, fans have spotted the Millennium uh, Falcon at Disney's Hollywood Studios, too. We don't know where. They just, there's been reports that people have been seen with it in the studio. So, I would probably say... In Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars Land? <laughs> Who knows? You know, or it could be over at Launch Bay, or it could be in the it, other store. It's probably so. in the popcorn stand right outside of Launch Bay. The yeah. one right mm-hmm. out from underneath yes. the arch. Yep. That that's that would be it's my where they, Yeah. That or right outside of yeah. the theater. It's where they usually yep. sell the cool buckets. Wow. Yeah. I'll go. I'll, if we wind up going down there on Thursday, you want one? No. Okay. I don't need one. You sure? I'm positive. I'm willing. No. Okay. New details of unveiled about the unveil. Unveil, jeez, 
New details have been unveiled for the Tokyo Disneyland expansion opening on April 15th of 2020. The Oriental Land Company Limited has announced new details for the expansions coming to Fantasyland, Toontown, and Tomorrowland on tax day of 2020. As part of the largest expansion since Tokyo Disneyland Park opened, the details include descriptions of attractions, theater entertainment, merchandise, and menus that will allow guests to feel like they have entered a Disney film as they meet their favorite Disney characters and listen to well-known music. This new experience will immerse guests in a world of Disney like never before. Mm. You think they just cut and paste on that stuff? Yeah. yeah that's what I think. <laughs> um, the Enchanted Tale of Beauty and the Beast attraction, uh, rising to the height of nearly 30 meters, meters, which is 98 feet. Beauty and the Beast Castle houses the major attraction, Enchanted Tale of Beauty and the Beast guest board. Magical cups that dance in rhythm to the animated film's well-known music as they take guests through scenes depicting the story of Belle and Beast. Guests step into the Beast Castle, located deep in the forest, to experience the enchanted tale. In the first scene, the beautiful Belle encourages the prince who has been transformed into a beast by a powerful enchantress. Aboard enchanted cups that move and turn as if they were alive, guests travel through various scenes to experience the world of the film. There's the banquet, banquet where the banquet where they dance together with the dishes and cutlery to Lumiere singing the snow-covered garden where they glide over the ice as Belle and Beast find themselves growing closer. The castle is filled with magical moments and surprises, so guests will discover something new each time they visit. Nice. Hopefully there's not a scene where Beast drops from the sky and is dead because Gaston... And this is really... I, I only cut out that the good half of this this article went on for, sure for miles did. and miles and I'm days sure and days all the stuff new shows new food new new everything they have coming so it's pretty crazy that castle in and of itself yeah i want to see that castle uh, like i say like they love throwing money at their uh park wow <laughs> over here a little bit more conservative yeah uh john mm-hmm. the white zone is for loading and unloading the red zone the- is for loading and unloading <laughs> No, Carol. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? No, John. The white zone is for loading and unloading. No, Carol. I told you at dinner. It's, All right. All right. So the Magic Kingdom uh, bus loop is going to get some uh, zone changes going to effect on January 13th, which is today. Today. Uh, to accommodate for some construction going on. Mm. Uh, so starting today, the loading zones one, two, and three will be closed at the Magic Kingdom bus loop. Uh, the closures are to accommodate work uh, nearby as part of the Magic Kingdom arrival experience overhaul. <laughs> oh, that's what you're calling it now? Uh, welcome. <laughs> you sound like that guy from uh, Galaxy Quest. Oh, you are a captain. We love you so much. Uh, so minivan service will begin using load zone four and five uh, because obviously minivans got one and two. So they're going to move them to four and five. You you may have to walk a little further. Yeah, buddy. Uh, so uh, one, two, and three is closed. Four and five is minivan service. And then everything else uh, pretty much stays the same for right now. Uh, uh, 18B is Golden Oak, if you need to know. Um, so They make them walk all the way to 18B? 
that's what I was saying. It 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 must be that first part on the the first end. You know what I'm saying? The way the numbering goes and that yeah. kind of serpentine. It's got to be closer. I would. First of all, I thought Golden Oak got dropped off in the back, you know, where the Cinderella Castle I did uh, too. was. I thought they got dropped off there, so I don't know. I'll have to, I have some Golden Oak friends. We'll have to check <laughs> where they're being deposited. Yeah, all right. But uh, yeah, they, everything's the same for now, and I'm sure as this construction changes, uh, these bus zones will be changing. And I think it's that whole thing in the front, and I think uh, they're expanding the walkway to the uh, uh, contemporary. Yeah. Yeah. So. More security. Yep, more security. More people, more security, more problems. <laughs> more problems. Yep. All right. So um, I know that you probably don't, but Thursday night, you know, we do the WWE oh, yeah. Park I watch it. I pop in there. Yeah. So we we started this Team Park Harper thing, the show after the show. And this was the topic of the show the, after the show. The show after the show? The show after there's the show. There's a show and then there's Just a show? Just for, we don't do Patreon, but oh. we, we wanted to start our own group. Mm. Uh, so it's Team Park Hoppers. Oh. So here's the thing. We talked about this, and this is the most insane thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. It's a money grab. Uh, that's what I thought. So what are we talking about? Run Disney has introduced uh, a unique membership for runners with the new Club Di- Run Disney. Now, Run Disney <laughs> just introduced this new Club Run Disney, which is described as, and I'm quoting here, a unique membership opportunity for runners. Mm-hmm. Club Run Disney will offer three distinct year-long membership levels, silver, gold, and platinum. Each level will feature an array of special benefits that will run from October 1st, 2020 through September 30th of 2021. Now, Club Run Disney members will be sent a welcome package that will include an exclusive jacket. Members will also have access to the lowest registration pricing all year. A new virtual 10K in the fall of 2020 that is exclusively for Club Run Disney members and special Club Run Disney designation. So I'm going to give you a little money now, and then I'll get a little less money. I'll have to give you a little less money when I sign up. (laughs) Hang on. Uh, And then you get a special Club Run Disney designation on race bibs during all on-site events. So all the benefits... Will that uh, help me when the EMS people are putting paddle to me? No. (laughs) Uh, In the gold membership, these perks along with early registration access with a guaranteed spot in the half marathon or marathon distance each race weekend will be included. Platinum membership will have everything in the silver and gold... Uh, plus early registration with a guaranteed spot in one distance each race weekend, upgraded corral placement, and an exclusive expo experience with early admittance to the Run Disney merchandise shop, a special character meet and greet, and access to a Club Run Disney lounge with expedited race packet pickup. Club Run Disney members are set to go on sale Tuesday, February 18th of 2020 at 10 a.m., right before the Disney Princess Half Marathon weekend kicks off. So if you're going to join, Uh you got to shell out the money for the club Uh and pay for the race. Now, if I was a Platinum Club member, I would want my uh, run package delivered to my hotel room. Not going to happen. That would be Platinum kind of service. So here's the funny thing. Why are you going to make me get on a 
bus and haul over to uh, ESPN. Well, not everybody's going to be staying at a hotel. I think most people do. Yeah. You can learn more by visiting at www.rundisney.com slash club run Disney or stopping by the club run Disney booth at the Walt Disney. Well, we, we missed it. So, so here's the other thing that I was thinking about. So if everybody's guaranteed a spot into the half and the full, Mm-mm. if you're in your club, right? Only certain levels are guaranteed right. a spot. To in certain one level. Of the that is certainly going to decrease your chance of signing up for those races if you're not in the club, right? Because yeah, that's not going to stop anybody from trying. I'm, I know that, but I'm, I'm saying, you know, it's pretty chaotic to try to get into those races now yeah. when it's wide open to everybody. And now when they go, when they shrink up that funnel, it's going to be pretty tough to get into some those two races, I think. So here's the thing. If you're a platinum member and if you're a platinum member, you get a guaranteed spot in one distance each race weekend. Okay. One. One. All right. So if you're a half marathon runner like our friend, you can guarantee that you'll get into at least that race without any problem. What if it's the 10K or the 5K? Could be one of those. Could be. If you're in the gold membership. I, I think if you're in this club, you're probably not a 5 k well, no. Well, <laughs> I mean, you're probably doing the 5K, but that's probably not the race you're going to try and get guarantee. Have yeah. your guarantee for in a gold membership, you're guaranteed the spot in the half marathon or marathon distances mm. each race weekend will be included, which is pretty incredible. It's I just don't incredible. think the perks or they don't here's equal the confu- up to the price and and the benefit. Yeah, there's some confusion about the actual perks because I've mm. seen it. I've seen it listed out differently. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. If you love Run Disney and you want to give them X amount of money and you may or may not be guaranteed a spot, you know, just because you're guaranteed a race doesn't mean that you're guaranteed for admittance into, let's say, the Dopey or the whatever it is during the Princess or the whatever it is during the Star Wars or Mm. the whatever it is during the the Wine and Dine weekend. They have multiple races all of those weekends. And there's no guarantee. There's one guarantee for one distance race. Mm. Except, like the gold membership has one guarantee for half or a yeah. full. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Uh, and the amount of money, you know, for I think that the silver, I think, is somewhere around 300. For the for the gold, I think it's somewhere around 500. Right. And then for like platinum, it's somewhere in the ballpark of seven, mm-hmm. eight. Mm-hmm. Dude. And you still have to pay for the races. Yeah. Yeah, that's See, the thing that bothers me. It the spot is guaranteed. Yeah. You have to pay for it. Right. That's the that's the thing it got. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's just me. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think this was I think they could have done it differently and I don't know if they surveyed runners to say, "All right, if we had a program with three different levels, what would you want? What would be the benefits?" You know, I don't think they did that. I think they did this in a vacuum. And threw this thing out there. And I think the runners are going to come back and say, hey, this is this is what we're looking for. Dude, we went to the expo on Saturday. And aren't they, I, I thought I read something about corral preference, too, or corral Yeah, there's bumps. one, one of the levels gives you a corral bump. Yeah. So if you're, so here, here's the other thing. If you're in corral A, yeah. you're not going to get bumped up to, yeah. to the elites. If yeah. you're in corral B, 
Mm-hmm. You might not get bumped up at the A. I don't know what the rule is there. Yeah. But this is a great thing for people who are like me. It's like, I need every extra minute I can get. Yeah, sure. Bump me up a corral. That gives me an yeah, extra if you're 15, in G, 20 minutes. Now you're in H. Yeah. But <laughs> if, know, you're in, if you're in corral S, yeah. getting bumped up into R, yeah. RSC, yeah. that's not going to be that big of <laughs> a deal. Hey, every little bit helps. I get it. But, you know. Yeah. And I heard this weekend, because it was so hot, they shortened the course and delayed it 15 minutes, and that caused havoc. Yeah. Can you imagine the guy or guys that gets a phone call from one Disney people going, uh, we're going to shave a mile off this. Can you move all those cones and porta pots and no. drink trays and mm-hmm. all how that it works. stuff? That's not how it works. The elite runners ran the entire distance because mm-hmm. they started at 5 o'clock in the morning, 4 mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So what happens is, like, I've been on a, we did the 10K. No, it's the 5K. Is it 5K or the 10K? It's 10K. We did the 10K at Epcot. And the thing was, is you're supposed to go all the way through the, the parking lot, mm-hmm. all right. the way across the back, go right. in the back door. Right. You walk around yep. World Showcase. Yep. And then you go down through Gateway. Right. What you're supposed to do, you're supposed to go down and then turn and go all the way around Boardwalk. Walk. Come straight back through yeah. and then go around back by World Showplace, mm-hmm. cut through the back and then dump out in the front right. and you go out the front door. Right. They started shutting the race down because they were behind. They had some issues. And so what they did was they took one small area of cones mm-hmm. and just blocked off. Nobody ran Boardwalk. Oh, okay. They were just once you got down to International Gateway, yeah. just take a right. Yeah. Just take a right. We're, mm-hmm. sh- we're shortening the course. Just take a right. We're like, all right. Mm. Um, which is great because we were. Running. I imagine guys in in trucks moving cones on World Drive to, you know, have them go and exit earlier. No, once so <laughs> you know. once they got to a certain point, they just shut one one lane down. They just started bringing mm. it forward. Mm. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Next. All right. Uh, if you have not been to Epcot of late, <laughs> I will tell you this. It's very disorienting. Mm-hmm. I've been there a lot, and I got lost <laughs> trying to get the world showcase. <laughs> it's like, I first of all, you can't see it. There's all walls. And uh, the other thing is, there are bathrooms missing. <gasps> no. Because uh, obviously, the two buildings have been torn down. There's yeah. all these walls up. That you can't get the place. I heard the steel is still up. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to keep that and try and build the building around it, or if they're going to take that down. I don't know. We'll find out. It'll it'll happen soon. They probably have to dynamite some of the concrete or something <laughs> to get those steel things out. Anyway, the other thing I would tell you is, uh, if you do go uh, to World Showcase and you're parked in the front like a normal person, which mm-hmm. I did for the first time in forever. Um, do not leave World Showcase immediately because you literally only have one pathway which goes, you know, down past like Mouse Gear in front of Electric Umbrella. That is the only side that's open. The other side of that uh, fountain area is not open. So literally everybody is going that way. I got claustrophobic. How do people get out? Are they coming the same way? Yeah. If they're coming, if it's somebody's trying to come in, God forbid. Oh, my God. That's a problem. So I remembered, oh, I got to go 
potty, and I don't want to do the one at the front of the park because I know we had a potty show, that that's probably not a good choice. So the electric umbrella was still open, so I went into that restroom and went potty there. So saying all that, uh, I will tell you this. Uh, <laughs> it Once you get past uh, Spaceship Earth, you really can't go to the right unless you're going to, you know, the land or Crush or uh, Nemo or things like that. And then you can go to the left. That uh, gateway or breezeway is still open. You can go that way. Mm-hmm. But it's just that one little narrow path. And the temporary Starbucks is once you get to uh, World Showcase, it's just off to the right uh, where Refreshment Port kind of used to be. Yeah, is that the new location? Uh, new that's temporary. The, the new temporary location. Uh, and uh, I can see that getting very busy because there's only one order window and one pickup window for the entire park. So imagine that like a rope drop in the morning. <laughs> it's ludicrous. So, um, and I hear this is going to possibly get worse before it gets better. Shocker. Yeah. So I don't know how, but I've heard some rumors about some stuff happening around now. Spaceship Earth. Oh, God. Some construction around that area is going to happen. And then you're really only going to have the left side. I mean, there is no right side now there either. But that space is going to get even smaller. I don't see how. <laughs> I don't know where they're going to put people. And I will say also the the bag check area is nicer. Uh, they are only running the one side of the tram, the west side right now, right? The west. I think they're calling it the west side. I think they're calling it the west side. There's a west side and east side, which is going to be very confusing for people. Now, not only do you have to remember where you parked in the parking lot, but what tram you took to get to oh, said spot in parking lot. Was it the west side tram or the east side tram? I'm on the east side. I'm on, on the west, west side. side. I'm in the Amazon. I'm in the journey. <laughs> Jeez. So they're really going to uh, confuse the hell out of people. Now, I don't know if that tram area, east side, west side, is temporary for the way this layout is right now. Because, I mean, literally the tram does go on both sides. So couldn't... couldn't the tram go to both sides? I don't know. I don't know what Disney thinks of some of the things that they do. I, I mean, know there's is a reason he just going to go down one side and then just literally go straight to the front? I, that doesn't sound logical to me. Yeah. So with all that being said, uh, just be warned. Uh, Epcot is not the way you remember it. Uh, and you may need a map <laughs> because things are not where they used to be. Characters are not where they used to be. Uh, Starbucks is not where it used to be. Uh, restrooms are not where they were. They're gone in some cases. So just be very cautious of that. And the times, they are yep. changing. Yep. But overall, I mean, can you see that the park's going to be better when they finally finish all this? Yes. Yes. There's going to be a lot more open space once it's all done. Nice. But we are paying the price right now. Well. For the lack of open that's space. That's what we did at Disney Springs for years. and Yeah. It's yeah, it's been great. Yeah, and by the way, the entire Bongos building is missing now. It gone, yeah. yeah. It's totes it's, gone. It's like somebody uh, <laughs> photoshopped it off the map. <laughs> yeah, I, I went down. I said, like, "Ooh, where'd Bongos go?" There's nothing there now. There's not even like a an excavator. No, nah, it's all gone. Yeah, it's, it's flat. It's, it's a wall. When they <laughs> decide they're going to tear a building out, it, it goes pretty quick. Yeah, it's like. 
I'd like to go down there. Like, if that was happening, I'm sure it was happening at night. They weren't doing it during the day, obviously. But I'd like to go down at night, just watch. I, I think, I think it'd be, be great. Yeah. If they didn't close Disney Springs at night, that'd be fun to watch. Being in the in a hotel mm. or sitting on the park bench on yeah. the other side of the lake yeah. probably would have been fun. Yeah. yeah. What are you guys doing over here? Watching you tear down stuff. Yeah. It's entertaining. Uh, it, isn't this Walt Disney construction world? <laughs> After all. What are you guys doing? Waiting for something to happen. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to celebrate the year of the mouse, you can at the spring festival at Shanghai Disney resort. Uh, this year's spring festival at Shanghai Disney resort will celebrate tradition with a bit of Disney magic as they usher in the year of the mouse. Raphael should be very happy <laughs> from January 13th today through February 9th of 2020 guests can enjoy a resort wide makeover. Uh, the return of a fan favorite event shows, new merchandise, spring festival dining, and so much more. Throughout the event, guests will be able to meet their favorite Disney pals in their spring festival costumes and take photos in front of various photo backdrops inspired by the Chinese New Year. On Mickey Avenue, God of Fortune Goofy, oh, I'm a God of Fortune, uh, will help bring back luck and fun to the festivities. Uh, as a bonus, from Lunar New Year Day through to the Lantern Festival, Mickey and Minnie will welcome guests to the resort in new costumes designed by famed Chinese designer uh, Guo Pai. No, Guo Pei. Guo Pei? Yeah, it's Pei Wei, same, same mm. spelling, so Guo Pei. Uh, Guo Pei, you go boy. No, I don't want to go Pei. <laughs> uh, with special, I'm so sorry, Mr. Mr. Pei. Uh, with special red and gold lanterns lining the roads and alleys of Mickey's Avenue. This year, the Garden of Twelve Friends will be transformed into a New Year wishing garden where celebratory decorations will hang around the Year of the Mouse mosaic. Another spring festival tradition will return this year where a select meet and greet locations and in the wishing garden, guests can use special wishing cards to write down their special wishes to bring in the year of prosperity and good luck. Oh, that's my job. <laughs> uh, each morning during the holiday, during the holiday near storytellers statue in the gardens of imagination, whew, nomenclature is a beast. <laughs> Guests can enjoy Mickey and Minnie's drum ceremony in late mornings and afternoons. Mickey and friends will be joined by dancers in vintage Shanghai style clothing, uh, calling back to the city's golden age of jazz and swing. You won't be able to resist dancing uh, to the beat. I guess they're doing that to uh, remember Neil Peart from Rush. Yeah. <laughs> Enhanced fireworks for spring festival because you can't have Disney without fireworks. Uh, when night falls on the park, guests can experience the Spring Festival 2020 Fireworks Celebration. Our families. Mm. That cannot be the name. I think it is. Jeez. After Ignite the Dream, a nighttime spectacular of light and magic, this new fireworks show will delight guests every night during the Spring Festival period. The show will feature projections on the castle that include families from Disney movies, traditional Chinese elements like calligraphy, lanterns and spring festival colors and blessings the show will be accompanied by an underscore of traditional chinese music and will be narrated by mickey himself oh gosh oh mickey <laughs> guys i want to hear mickey speak chinese i think that'd be cool what do you mean mandarin whatever <laughs> no it's not that mandarin is a dialect of chinese isn't it 
Uh, Is it all Mandarin? I don't know. That's how dumb I am. I'm a dumb American. <laughs> Pouty face. I don't mean to be. I don't mean to be uninformed. Go ahead, buddy. This is oh. on you. Uh, next up, uh, DVC removes uh, charges for some in-room uh, consumables. Hey now. Uh, I guess they figured they have enough of your money. Uh, thanks to a recent uh, policy change, Disney said, va- said no Disney executive ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Disney Vacation Club owners may save a few dollars when replenishing uh, items stock- stocked in their little villas. Within the last several months, DVC has eliminated fees for which previously associated with in-room consumables, including coffee packages, fresh towels, and laundry detergent. The current uh, policy is as follows. You will be provided the following amenities at no extra charge at the start of your stay and during each housekeeping service. These amenities also can be replenished upon request at now no additional charge. Mm. You can get a coffee package, which includes one package of coffee, eight sugars, eight creamers, and eight sweeteners. You can get a now a towel package, which includes four bath towels, two hand towels, four washcloths, and one bath mat. And I will tell you this. If you're at a DVC, just go down to the pool and get towels. You can get them by the truckload, literally. All day, every, every day. day. Yeah. They're no different, really. Uh, laundry detergent only in the one and two and three bedroom villas uh, is included one box for one load of laundry. Uh, these changes apply to all DVC resorts, including the properties at Walt Disney World, uh, Disneyland Resort, Olani, uh, and Hilton Head, and Vero Beach. So, across the board. Previously, DVC had stated fees of $3 for coffee, $6 for towels, and $1 for laundry. So that is why I got my towels at the pool. Right. Because <laughs> I am not giving you more money for no. more towel. Nope. Other consumables which are replenished at no charge include paper plates, plasticware, liquid dish soap, uh, dishwasher detergent, uh, and paper towels. Uh, paper products and, well, ho- hopefully toilet paper, uh, including facial tissue, paper towels, and toilet paper. These items can be obtained by calling the resort's housekeeping department. No mention is made of bathing amenities, including shampoo, conditioner, and body wash. All Disney Vacation Club villas will eventually transition to the <coughs> large pump <coughs> bottles mounted to the wall. Right now, they're still using the tinies and they're converting them one by one. Uh, the DVC housekeeping schedule remains unchanged with fees charged to guests who opt for additional full cleanings or trash and towel service. Okay. <laughs> so you want somebody to take your garbage out, they're going to charge you for it. Uh, in 2017, DVC added daily trash removal now to its housekeeping practice. That just makes sense. And that then allows them to go into your room and check to make sure you're not causing a ruckus. A gun problem. <laughs> Unbelievable. I want to know, uh, th- this made me think of the dog uh, policy. Has that changed? Is that still in effect? Can you still? I don't know. I've... I have not seen more dogs. Yeah, I haven't either. I mean, no more than normal. No, no more than you should? Yeah. No more than the normal, some real, some fake yeah. service dogs. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I honestly, I don't know. We'd have to find out from yeah. some Disney person. If yeah. that's still a deal. Yes, go around. Okay, so uh, we started. Did we start the show talking about the Riviera? This is the problem. We yeah, do multiple so. shows. This mm-hmm. was a show. Mm-hmm. Tony got to go to the Riviera Resort. Yes, I did. And uh, there's some unique activities offered to Riviera guests. Every Disney Vacation Club resort has its own unique activity program to entertain guests. And Disney's Riviera Resort is absolutely no different. Mm -hmm. The following are some of the activities currently being presented at the Riviera. Which I don't think some of these are not being done anywhere else. Correct. And I'm not sure if they've all started yet, Mm. but they're on the docket. Yeah. Shake your tail feather. Come on and let me see you shake your tail feather. feather. Come on on and let me see you shake your tail feather. Come on and let me see you shake your tail feather. Ah, twist <laughs> I love you. Uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays at 7.30 a.m. Guests moving with a fun and energetic family warm-up mm. at the movie lawn to energize and prepare for a fun-filled day ahead of standing in line and waiting Nothing for like rides. waking up the kids at 7.30 a.m. <laughs> for a dance party. <laughs> Yoga. Mondays and Fridays at 7.30 a.m. You can begin your morning in a relaxing way at the movie lawn. With instructor-led yoga. I think most resorts are doing this. Yes. Yeah. Skyliner Rally Scavenger Ooh. Hunt. Saturdays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 11.30 a.m. Guests moving together as a family to follow clues and make memories while you embark on the self-led adventure through throughout Disney Skyliner Resorts. Begin at the Eventy Room. Hmm. So... What is it, like a scavenger hunt on the Skyliner? Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I might be at 30. 11.30 a.m., we should try that. That's not too late. Yeah, sure. Don't we have to be like uh, guests of the resort? No. Okay. The Topolino (laughs) Trot Fun Run is Sundays at 7.30 a.m. There is an additional fee, probably because they're giving you a bib and maybe a medal of some sort. Mm. Or a pen. Start, huh? A pen? Or a pen. A pen. A pin? Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Start your vacation day in a healthy way by joining a Disney for a run full of Disney fun. This 1.2-mile run is perfect for runners of all levels or families wanting to get moving together as you travel around Barefoot Bay. That begins at the movie lawn. Guests can obtain a fully uh, full activity schedule at the front desk during their stay. Note... These active activities, days, and times are subject to change. Listen, just walk around World Showcase. That's 1.2 miles. You don't need to do it at the resort. Unless you're getting a pin or something. <laughs> or, or just getting from your room to the bus is probably 1.2 miles. Yeah. They're going to be standing all day, kids. Don't yeah. wear your legs out running. Yeah. yeah. There's no need for ex- excessive running when you're going to be in the parks all day. <laughs> What do I know? All right. Disneyland people, this is for you. Uh, Snow White Scary Adventure is closing for a major, major overhaul. Dun, dun, dun. So one of Disneyland's classic dark rides, Snow Snow White Scary Adventure, is closing or closed January 6th for a big update. Uh, On the attractions, guests board a wooden minecart accompanying Snow White as she encounters the evil queen and flies to the safety of the seven dwarfs or fleas, mm. not flies. Uh, the attraction, as it stands now, is a throwback to dark rides with painted 
uh, flats and some basic audio animatronics. The new version is expected to keep the same basic storyline, but insert more AAs and especially Snow White. Mm. One of the new elements of the attraction uh, will be towards the end with a new vignette that will show Snow White waking up from her slumber. What? Dwarfs? Did I have a bad dream? I need a breath mint. <laughs> uh, the final scene will also uh, be updated with a new look, uh, although the Animal Friends and Shimmering Castle will be there. New technology will also help tell the story, including state-of-the-art audio and visual upgrades throughout the attraction. There will also be new music. Oh, yeah. LED black lighting. (laughs) Snow White, y'all. Laser projections and a new animation system. Although it's subtle, one of those things I like best about the current version is Snow White. Oh, yeah. Uh, that allows guests to imagine themselves as Snow White, mm. immersing them in the story. Uh, the attraction also features the word scary in its name. And they I think they, before they took hours out, they, they took out the word scary. Snow, Snow White's White's adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, parts of it are both dark and spooky and may frighten young children. That's also part of the ride's charm, obviously. Uh, Walt Disney never afraid to give a little fright, knowing that a happy ending would smooth things out. (laughs) You want the happy ending? (laughs) We'll give you a happy ending. The Fantasy Land attraction got its uh, fancy castle facade uh, featuring a tall window where the evil queen looks down menacingly on guests in the 1983 Fantasy Land remodel. This too will receive a refreshed look with new fairy tale inspired details to complement Sleeping Beauty's castle recent refurb look. Mm. I kind of like the way they did the castle. Yeah. Gave it a little extra pop and wow. Yeah. Uh, When Disneyland opened in 1955, there was a Snow White attraction, and this upgrade will ensure there will be a Snow White for the 65th anniversary of the park. Oh, yeah. They're going 6'5. We're creeping up on five zero. Yeah, buddy. You know, creeping up on seven zero. Oh, we're creeping up on yeah. 50. We're creeping That's up. What you're yeah, five zero. Uh, I can't remember what it was. Oh man, I wish I could. Sid and I, my wife, was talking about <clears throat> something that I think Disney had changed something in a movie or had taken some scenes out mm. because it was deemed too scary for kids and it was something that came out like 20 30 years ago right or it was something along those lines it might not have been disney i'm yeah. like what is wrong with our kids today you yeah can't, you know you can't handle a little bit of a right oh, this is crazy i mean i used to watch texas chainsaw massacre on friday the 13th as a kid that explains it <laughs> no but it was something it was something along those lines of it was like one of those things where like, oh, it was uh, they're taking certain books out of a library because it was like too scary for kids. I'm like, what are you kidding me? Seriously? Then you don't read it. It's <laughs> nuts. That's right. what your parents are for. Hey, that might be scary. You may not want to read that. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, in news that will make Uncle Tony very happy, mm. Club 33 is now open at Animal Kingdom. <laughs> 
his favorite resort. <laughs> Disney's most expensive and exclusive membership club. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Club run Disney. Hold my beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, is now open in Animal Kingdom. And from what we can see, Harambe House is stunning. Looks nice. The quiet entrance beckons to the right of the establishment. As always, there is uh, a place to scan your magic band where most everyone else will be denied. <laughs> Clubs were meant to be uh, meant to represent the worldwide adventures of Walt and his wife, Lillian. Originally opened as a place to entertain dignitaries and major Disneyland and sponsors, Club 33 was expanded to Walt Disney World. It's just as selective as ever before. But that and the mystery of the club makes mm. many, many Disney fans envious. <laughs> While it's not clear whether or not uh, Tony and I will get a chance to see inside of one of those rooms. Probably not. Uh, if somebody wants to invite us, we'll go. Members should be happy with the new locations being open. So we've got uh, we got Hollywood Studios is open. Yep. Magic yep. Kingdom's open. Yep. Uh, Epcot. Epcot one open yet? Yeah. yeah. And, and so this and the, all four yeah. parks are open. Yeah. This is it. There this we go. The end. Done. Done. Dunsky. Yeah. Welcome to the club. I uh, whenever I pass one of the the doors, I always tap my magic pen just <laughs> just to see. Can I have an appetizer? What if one day it turns green? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'll be right there. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Disney Springs uh, news. Um, you can meet. Uh, and you've had this account encounter uh-huh. with uh, Chef Rick Bayless at Frontera Cantina in Disney Springs. Uh, Frontera Cantina uh, has been serving up and satisfying regional Mexican cuisine since it first opened in 2016 at Disney Springs here in Florida. Uh, for those who haven't heard of Frontera Cantina, it is a contemporary Mexican restaurant by celebrity chef Rick Bayless. He's a cookbook author. Winner of the very first season of Top Chef Masters and host of Mexico, one plate at a time. Oh, yeah. Chef Bayless is also a seven-time James Beard Award Foundation winner. Mm-hmm. Seven-time. You go, Rick. <clears throat> and his extensive travels in Mexico and reverence for Mexican cuisine are world-renowned. Frontera Cucina will be launching a new menu soon, and on January 21st, uh, Mr. Chef Rick Bayless will also be there to celebrate with guests. This is an event that is sure to sell out. So if you're interested, book your reservations now for January 21st after 7.30 p.m. And that's when Mr. Chef Rick will be there. So if you want to meet uh, Mr. Rick Bayless, now's your chance. Go so do like, it. Uh, any price tag on this? Did you mention hey, price? No, it's just a regular dinner. <laughs> you just oh. have to be able to get a reservation. Oh, there you go. Is the... Uh, is the catch. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, all right. So there's some dining changes at all Disney parks that guests should be aware of. Uh, though it not may it may not initially seem like a Disney parks have truly come into their own in recent years as a real food lover's paradise, if you count uh, Tony and I as two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love eating our way around Disney. And uh, there's some big changes taking effect right now that we all should know about and pay attention to. For the first dining update of the new year, Disney offers discounts for Package perk. I can't talk tonight. <laughs> for the first dining update of the new year, Disney offers discounts for package purchasers, annual pass orders, and DVC members, plus refurbishments and expansions hit popular Disney Springs eatery eateries. 
uh, free dining deal is still available for booking. Call our friends at Destinations to Travel. Walt Disney World is still offering the popular free dining deal that allows guests staying in a value or moderate resort to be able to get a free Disney quick service dining plan. And guests who stay at the Disney Deluxe Villa Resort Hotels, you get a free standard Disney dining plan. Uh, this popular deal can now be booked for guests arriving at the resort during the dates uh windows june 27th through 28th july 5th through 7th and august 29th through september 8th uh, though these dates might seem far off guests who want to take advantage of this offer need to book quickly because these things run out uh, so you can book now through january 16th of 2020 annual pass holders are going to be receiving a discount on the festival of the arts dining package look for wow seriously Looking more towards the immediate future, annual passwords can now save 10% on di- uh, Disney on Broadway concert series dining packages, Ooh. which kick off with the Epcot International Festival of the Arts. <laughs> Next, wow, that was loud, John. Next <laughs> week on January 17th, with this package, guests uh, get a fabulous lunch or dinner that includes a guaranteed seating at the day's Disney on Broadway show at the American Garden Theater. Apparently they're not selling these out that well. If they're advertising ten percent off, yeah, probably not. It's not not a very popular festival yet. Mm. DVC gets some new dining discounts. Uh, Dave, Disney Vacation Club members now have access to a number of new discounts at dining locations around Walt Disney World, including the following: twenty percent off all purchases of non-alcoholic beverages and food at Joffrey's kiosks. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Uh, 10% off Blaze Pizza at Disney Springs Ooh. and 10% off the Yasaki Kiosk at Disney Springs. Yes. Have you eaten there? My wife has. And? And she liked it. Yeah. It's not my... I, I, if I want to eat that style of food, I want to be sitting down. I'd go to Marimoto. Yeah. Yeah. Or we go to a little place by our house. Yeah. Giardelli Soda Fountain and Chocolate Shop to be refurbished from January 13th today through January 26th. Portions of Giardelli uh, will, uh, this is at Disney Springs, will be undergoing a refurbishment. During the work, the location is expected to remain open to guests. So don't panic. Mm. Just be patient. That's right. (sighs) Chicken Guys expanding into Planet Hollywood for more seating. This week, work began on an expansion for the popular Chicken Guy Eatery at Disney Springs. The expansion will be converting space that was formerly the store at Planet Hollywood into more indoor dining space for guests at this location. Have you eaten there? I have. And? Not worth writing home about. Yeah. I would just go across. I just go to Wolfgang Puck Barn Grill. <laughs> much nicer people. Yeah. Not that I don't have the ground. And the food. Food is God, way better. So much better. STK is no longer part of the Disney dining plan. Yikes. Bastards. I have, uh, I don't know, I have a weird feeling about SDK. They're not long for this place? Yeah. No. Well, That's my prediction. I don't think they're going to be around that much longer. It was confirmed that SDK, located in the landing at Disney Springs, will no longer be accepting Disney dining plans. No reason was given, but it is expected to be a permanent change. Now, here's mm. the thing. Mm. STK hit, started off really, really well. Yeah. Did great. Loved it. Great management. And then all of a sudden it just went. Yeah. I think they're making a little bit of a comeback, mm. uh, but they still might be hemorrhaging some money. I don't think this location is doing well for them. No. I I, I think two things. One is their service has gone down the toilet. Mm. Uh, management, I haven't been there recently, but from my last management experience, it was not thrilling. 
and I think the food quality has dropped some. I the last time I was there, I was like, yeah, I get a steak like this anywhere. Right. It wasn't like, oh wow, this is SDK. Yeah. Last time we were there, if you're gonna be a steak place, you, you bring the bring the steak. It, bring it. <laughs> bring it hardcore. Yeah. Last time we were there was um. Gosh, they were doing like an appetizer thing. Mm. And we went, we had like all their appetizers and it was good. The service mm. was okay. Uh, it was better than when we went for the big trip during yeah. magical, magical dining. dining. That was a fiasco. That was horrible. Um, but a lot of management has been changed over since yeah. then. So, all right, yeah. go ahead. Are we ready for some? Uh, hey, kids, how about a little headline news? And now, the headline news. I love the way Jay does it. He's so good. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you were into Frozen, uh, a sing-along screening of Frozen 2 is heading to theaters this week. Actually, this Friday. Go check your local listings because you can now sing along with Frozen 2. Ba-dum, ba-dum. Let it go! Let it go! No, that song's not in there, is it? No. Okay. But they'll probably add. I don't know those songs. At the very end, they'll add it. I'm sure they will. Yeah. Uh, New her universe and our universe Star Wars clothing collection is now available at Disney Parks. This is uh, by Ashley Eckstein. I was on her website recently, and I sent her a request to possibly come to a meetup. (gasps) Seriously. Seriously. Oh my god. So we're gonna see what happens. I'm gonna wait for the reply and see what Ahsoka Tano and our meetup. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Go yeah, ahead. We'll be the envy of everybody. Uh the London home of Mary Poppins, aka author of PL Travers, is for sale. John. Would you like to buy it? Uh yeah, I got a couple of bucks here I can invest in it. How much how much is it? Six point three million dollars i'm sure there's a mary poppins component of that six million i'm sure there probably is (laughs) i can't imagine any home where she was living was worth six million dollars no not in london yeah uh muppet vision 3d is closing for a refurbishment on january 26th uh they haven't really said if this is gonna be a short or a long one I think it's going to be a long one because I think once they're going to get in there, they're going to go, do we really want to keep this? <laughs> We've got Star Wars <laughs> Galaxy's a, Edge right here. <laughs> we could turn this into something. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I, I'm, I'd be interested to see what's going to happen there. Yeah. Uh, Wi-Fi upgrades are coming to Disney's Art of Animation Resort uh, beginning January 15th in a couple of days. Uh, you'll see a whole new Wi-Fi uh, throughout the resort. And this is supposed to be the faster, better, stabler version of Wi-Fi that they've been putting in uh, resorts. Uh, in case you're wondering, the re- Riviera pool is excluded from DVC pool hopping. Listen, I can't think of any pool that's on the hopping list anymore. <laughs> so I think they should just get rid of this perk. You're staying at your resort, you swim in your pool. That's right. You know, that's it. Uh, new background music debuted in Epcot's World Showcase, primarily in the France and Mexico area. Yeah. So they've added some uh, Remy music, because it's coming, mm-hmm. and Coco music over in Mexico. 
So you can enjoy that. Yeah. I remember a couple weeks ago, or maybe last week, we spoke about the Epcot uh, monorail refurbishments. Mm -hmm. They've been delayed. Oh, like the monorails. (laughs) Exactly. Like those new monorails. (laughs) Yeah, like the new monorails. (laughs) Maybe they're going, well, why are we going to fix this if we're going to get new ones? No, they're like, why do we need to fix them? I mean, they're running. Look, they're they're right there running. Just tell them to take the Skyline or a bus. Doors are falling off. Who cares? They're still riding them. Uh, over in the Magic Kingdom, Friar Nook's uh, breakfast, which was really only open for the busy season, is now going to be permanent. So you have a new place I'm so to, glad. Have, wow. to have breakfast. Oh. So I think that's now the plaza is open for breakfast. Friar Nook's is open for breakfast. Uh, there's a couple of places now that are open for breakfast. So Awesome. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's a great idea because a lot of times you pop out of bed, you get on your clothes, you you rope drop over there, and then you just grab breakfast in the park. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's perfectly great. I think that's great. Uh, there's also an all-new limited-release Funko Pop of the Dapper Dance. Oh, my God. And I think our friend Robin has them. No. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I saw these things, and they are cute. It's an entire five-piece set. You don't have to buy them individually. Thank God. Yeah, they're only forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, that's pretty reasonable, I think. Daddy wants. <laughs> Daddy doesn't need, but Daddy wants. Park Hopper John need. <laughs> yeah, and and they're culturally relevant. So good yeah. for them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's only four though. Shouldn't there be four? five? I thought there was five. Are there, there five Dapper Dans? There are five Dapper Dans, but there's only four in the uh, did they, four in the collection. Did 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 one not make it? Apparently, they didn't like the base. <laughs> Hey guys, no, you don't get to be a part of it. Okay, so you can order them off of Shop Disney for forty nine ninety nine, or you can order them through some idiot's website for one hundred and fifteen dollars. They're probably on Amazon for less. Jeez, man, crazy. Uh, hey, Test Track is going to close for a refurbishment. Uh, listen, if they close anything more uh, stuff at Epcot, there's going to be no reason to go. It's going to be like Hollywood Studios. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's closing January 13th to February 26th. All right, that's a short, but really, I mean, do you? there's nothing open there anyway. I know. And over at Disneyland, the Sour Cherry Beignet is back. Oh, yay. <laughs> that can't be tasty. I, I, I don't, I don't like sour things to begin with. So. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. There was, I think, we had a flavor here at ours. I still have to go over. We pass holders get free beignets. Let's do it. Let's go. Just one. No, I think you get two. Oh, sweet, even better. That's all I really yeah. want. All right. uh, anything else? No. Hey, before we close out the show, uh, just on a personal note, uh, I, I'm going to mispronounce her last name. Aunt Auntie Kawaii. Oh yeah. We just called her Auntie. Yeah. I, I met her several years ago. And I met her a couple times, too. And uh, I just got... It's just one of those days where I just happened to be the, at the Polynesian just hanging out because I had mm. free time. Mm. And I went and got an ice cream, and I sat down, and I watched cartoons, which is what I always did. Right. Mickey had And she had her little desk there. She's there. She's yeah. working on the lays. Yeah. And um, I walked over, and I said, uh, Auntie, I said, mm. how long have you been working here? She said, since it opened. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're the original. Mm-hmm. She said, yes, I am. And we talked. We had some mutual uh, friends. Mm-hmm. I used to I used to play on and off with a Hawaiian group. Mm. And uh, they were kind of part of the whole family that started yeah. the 
Polynesian right. luau show and all right. that stuff. So she she knew some, we had some mutual friends. She was so incredibly nice, and mm. it was such. I mean, when you're when you're in the presence of someone with that much gravitas and some, he's a, a true legend. Yeah, it's just really cool. And she was awesome, and um, she was always nice. She always. Um, you know, was super pleasant to me, and uh, the few times that I got. I think I knew everybody and anybody. She was, yeah. You know, she was willing to talk to anybody, talk yeah. to the kids, talk tell to stories. The yeah, tell stories. Tell stories about opening the resort. Yeah, because uh, she was yeah. OG, man. Yeah. So, just our thoughts and prayers. I mean, I know a lot of people give yeah. this crap for thoughts. Yeah. And so prayers, Disney but. did a uh, traditional Hawaiian um, party for her today. Ascending off. Ascending off. Yeah. Uh, you know they they put their lays in the water, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, the new president of the Magic Kingdom, Jeff John or whoever, I can't remember his name, right? Now, the guy from Disneyland. Yeah. He led the ceremony. I'm like, probably don't even know the lady. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, she was very, uh, she was a fixture in there. And I will say this, the the Polynesians got the largest collection of original cast members. Yeah. Um, most of the, the people you see there are from 71. Yeah, that's no, great. <laughs> or some of them are even before yeah. 71. Yeah. Some of them will tell you they started in, you know, 68 or whatever doing stuff. Yeah. You know, so it's uh, it's pretty incredible. Right? Yeah. it's a, And that's uh, why we tell you, you know, always talk to the cast members because you don't know, you know. Right. They could wind up being your friend. Well, last year yeah. we lost Richard from their contemporary. This mm. year we lost Auntie. Yeah. So it's just uh it's just been mm. a rough year. We're losing our, our Disney legends. So guys, I cannot emphasize this enough. Mm. Be nice to all the cast members. Right. The young ones, the old ones, the in-betweens, um, because you don't know who's gonna become your friend, and they are the real magic of the Walt Disney World Resort. Absolutely. Right. Um, so we appreciate you guys watching. If not doing anything on Monday nights, you come find us live, Facebook dot com slash disney parks podcast you can also find us on youtube instagram at disney parks podcast and disney podcast on the twitter go over to disney parks podcast.com you can check out all of our shows our show notes links to our amazing friends and sponsors like our good friends over at destinations of travel you can fill out the uh, form uh, disney parks podcast.com slash the letter d the number two travel fill out that form there and someone from destinations to travel will be in touch uh, other than that, my friends, come visit us over on patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. And if we don't see you online, we will see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc., are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company.